This is Andrew Smith. You're listening to Today in Church History, a place we're reminded that history is truly his story. History is the story of God and the demonstration of his glory in the theater of world events. I hope you enjoy listening to these episodes of Today in Church History. Their purpose is to ignite a passion for God's truth one historical event at a time. Today is Friday, March 15th, 2019. But on this day in history, March 15th, 1517, Pope Leo X announced the sale of indulgences to fund the rebuilding of St. Peter's Basilica. It was also on this exact date, March 15th, 1513, that Pope Leo was ordained as a priest. Now, it's critical at the onset that we understand the 1500s did not introduce the sale of indulgences. This abusive practice by the church began during the Crusades to raise money for the church in the year 1095 by Pope Urban II. Buying an indulgence earned one the remission of sins. Now, years of corruption had created a situation in which some observed that the convents differed little from even the public brothels. Priests, unable to keep their vows of celibacy, were caught in constant promiscuity. Drunkenness and gluttony followed. This spiritual climate, or lack thereof, was solidly in place well before Pope Leo X announced a special sale of indulgences on March 15, 1517, to fund St. Peter's. Johann, otherwise known as John Tetzel, was the salesman hired by the Pope. Tetzel was a Dominican friar. He specialized in selling indulgences between the years 1503 and 1510 in Germany. This led to his appointment by Albrecht, Archbishop of Magdeburg, who was in debt due to his seeking a second bishopric in Mance. Fines levied against Albrecht meant he had to take a sizable loan from the banks in Augsburg. Pope Leo X commissioned the special sale of indulgences to help Albrecht pay the loan money back to the bankers. But the Pope had strings attached. Half the proceeds from the sales would repay the loans, but the other half would help subsidize the rebuilding of St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. Once the deal was finalized between Albrecht and the Pope, Albrecht hired Tetzel to begin his sales. The sale of indulgences was questioned at the lay level because it just seemed too good to be true that one can literally buy their salvation by paying a sum of money to free them from years spent in purgatory. On the other hand, people wanted to believe it because it gave them a free pass on their sin. In fact, some people even stopped confessing sins to the priests because it was easier to just buy an indulgence and not worry about it. But the validity of indulgences was also debated by the scholars in the schools. And this is why we need to pay careful attention to what happened next. As Tetzel traversed Germany, peddling indulgences to innocent townspeople, a middle-aged monk had been studying the scriptures and began to question much of the church's teaching and practices. Tetzel was prevented from entering Saxony, where Luther resided, since Albrecht's rival was Frederick the Wise, the one in control of Saxony. This meant that the closest Tetzel came was across the river from Wittenberg. Some of Luther's own parishioners actually heard Tetzel's circus-like performance. Church bells tolled as Tetzel and his men entered a village. Crowds gathered. Even jugglers performed. An assistant sat beside Tetzel on his wagon, with a velvet cushion containing the edict of Pope Leo to sell the indulgences as they rode through the villages. Once they stopped, a large brass-bound chest was placed on a table along with papers that would certify to the buyer the forgiveness of sins. Trumpets were blown, papal banners were unfurled, and there in the town square, Tetzel would begin his performance before the crowds. Referring to these certified papers for sale, Tetzel called them passports that would lead the human soul to the celestial joys of heaven. Tetzel would literally say, and I quote, 
Friends of this town, you have heard how your loved ones suffer in purgatory. You have heard their cries. The flames have reached up and licked your very own boots. How shamefully you go about your business. You spend your money on every little trifle. And oh, how your loved ones suffer. Enough! Step forward. Leo X, the vicar of Christ on earth, has been gracious and merciful to you and has affixed his seal to this indulgence. Now come and do your duty. And now you have a very special deal reserved for you. For a little extra gilder, you can free yourself from purgatory. Yes, God be praised. Give to the church your might. And the gracious Holy Father in Rome will see to it that you and all your dead relatives relatives will be in paradise itself, not enduring for a moment the purging flames of purgatory. And then he would always add this at the end of his little sermon. Every time a coin in the coffer rings, a soul from purgatory springs. Now, when Tetzel did this across the river from Wittenberg, Luther had some of his parishioners report what they heard. Some even brought to Luther the indulgences they had bought. This created a fire in Luther's bones and led him to post his 95 theses to the door of the castle church on October 31, 1517. It was originally entitled, Disputation on the Power and Efficacy of Indulgences. Not intending for it to be read by the broad public, Luther published it in Latin, the language of the scholars. Luther wanted to debate this matter of indulgences with his fellow professors. What biblical basis did the Pope have? How had the church gone so far in their abuse of the indulgences? Was it right for the Pope to sell salvation to subsidize the rebuilding of St. Peter's? These and more questions were exactly what Luther asked in his 95 Theses. Luther eventually targeted Tetzel himself and criticized Tetzel's claim that contrition over one's sin wasn't even necessary to buy an indulgence to be freed from eternal judgment. Tetzel even made the audacious, crass, hypothetical, and unnecessary statement that violating the Virgin Mary herself could be a sin forgiven through the purchase of an indulgence. Well, Tetzel fired back, presenting a series of 106 theses against Luther's views in January of 1518. These theses were not even composed by Tetzel himself, but by a professor at Frankfurt. Tetzel continued to fight Luther, but by the summer of 1519, Tetzel was infected by the plague and died on August the 11th, 1519. Tetzel will forever be known as the poster boy for the corruption of the Roman Catholic Church. Luther, on the other hand, will forever be remembered as the bold reformer who recovered the gospel hidden by such corruption. The lesson to take from Pope Leo's announcement to sell a special indulgence to literally buy salvation is that... If it sounds too good to be true, then it probably is. When sin is minimized, as it is even in the church today by some, so is the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. The Roman Catholic Church created a system called the Treasury of Merit. The spiritual treasure trove, if you will, accrued through Christ and the martyrs. Their merit was applied to the buyer of an indulgence, which meant several hundreds of years were taken off purgatory so one could enter heaven. But the gospel tells another story. A story that also sounds too good to be true, but actually is true. The obedience of Jesus Christ during his life, and then specifically in his death on the cross, was what secured the necessary merit before the Father to forgive sinners and provide for them salvation. This is often called the great exchange. The Apostle Paul put it this way in 2 Corinthians 5.21, He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. That is, in Christ. It was Luther's later experience in the Tower that he grappled with Romans 1.17, which says, For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. As Dr. Stephen Lawson has written, and I quote, Luther came to realize that salvation was a gift for the guilty, not a reward for the righteous.
End quote. Man cannot buy his salvation with money, for it is not something that he can financially acquire. It cannot work for his salvation, for it is not something that he can rigorously achieve. Salvation is a gift. Such sounds too good to be true, but such is exactly what the Scripture teaches. This is far better news than anything Tetzel tried to sell in all those villages in Germany. The righteous live by faith alone, faith in Christ alone, by grace alone, faith alone, in Christ alone. That's the message of the true gospel. History is truly his story. It's the story of God and the demonstration of his glory in the theater of world events. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Today in Church History. You can access more episodes by going to my website, www.heartaflame.org. You can also check out my new article entitled, A Scoring System for Your Sermons. If you'd like, you can also subscribe to these episodes on Apple iTunes simply by searching for Today in Church History. Until next time, I'm your host, Andrew Smith.